0: From the Florida Bar Studios in Tallahassee, this is Florida Bar News Briefs. I'm your host, Mark Killian. Jamie Bilotti-Moses, a pro bono volunteer through Legal Aid Society of the Orange County Bar Association for more than 25 years, is a recipient of this year's Tobias Simon Pro Bono Service Award. The Supreme Court's highest recognition of a private lawyer for pro bono services rendered. Roanne Batar has more.
1: The Simon Award will be presented by Chief Justice Carlos Muniz Thursday in the ceremony, streamed live from the Florida Supreme Court. For more than two decades, Moses has served as a guardian ad litem volunteer, representing more than 26 abused, abandoned, and neglected children in Orange County. Moses, a board-certified appellate lawyer, has consistently been a front-runner in pro bono service with the Defending Best Interests Project since its inception in 2017. The project, an initiative of the GAL office, protects the legal interests of children by recruiting pro bono attorneys to prepare answer briefs in appeals of cases where a judge has determined that determination of parental rights is in the child's best interest. In the past 13 years, Moses has donated almost 400 hours to brief more than 30 cases. In the past two years alone, she has had 14 cases decided in which she provided pro bono appellate briefs.
0: Along with Moses, the Florida bar will recognize 21 lawyers for their work on behalf of low-income and disadvantaged clients at the annual Pro Bono Awards. The Florida Bar President's Pro Bono Service Awards are intended to encourage lawyers to volunteer free legal services to the poor by recognizing those who make a public service commitment. The awards also help raise awareness of the substantial volunteer services provided by Florida lawyers to those who cannot afford legal services. The award recognizes pro bono service in each of Florida's 20 judicial circuits, as well as service by one Florida Bar member practicing outside the state. In the most recent reporting period, Florida lawyers provided more than 1.5 million hours of pro bono services to those in need and $7.5 million in donations to legal aid organizations.
1: This year's ceremony will also recognize a voluntary Bar Association, law firms, and a pair of judges for their pro bono efforts. It all begins Thursday at 3.30 p.m. and may be watched live on Facebook and the Florida 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 channel.
0: The Real Property Probate and Trust Law section warns that a bipartisan proposal to reform Florida's guardianship system would encourage family conflicts and lead to more adversarial court proceedings. Jim Ash has the story.
2: Uh, That's right, Mark. SB 48 and HB 887 are sponsored by Republican Senator Ileana Garcia of Miami and Democrat Representative Rita Harris of Orlando. The nearly identical bills would guarantee family member visitation rights, absent clear and convincing evidence that it would harm the ward. Other provisions require guardianships to be reviewed every three years and call for what Florida now legislative director Kat Dusterhouse calls jury-based validity checks. Dusterhouse says the goal is to, quote, safeguard the dignity and rights of our most vulnerable citizens. She notes that Pinellas Court Clerk Ken Burke, who headed the Guardianship Improvement Task Force in 2021, is a supporter. Reptile Chair Elect John Moran stresses that the section supports any legislation that provides for the continued rights of a ward to receive visitors and communicate with others when such contact would not be potentially harmful. But, he said, the section cannot support the bills in their current form. He points to Section 7, which would allow the challenge of an incapacitated person's last will and testament during the guardianship administration, creating the only avenue under Florida law for such a challenge. That, Morin said, would encourage more guardianship proceedings as it provides personal financial incentive to petitioners to go after an inheritance. The section also has privacy concerns. Moran says Section 10 would require an incapacitated person's bank statements, tax returns, and other documents to be disclosed to his or her cousins, parents, siblings, and every other person related by blood, regardless of their prior involvement in the ward's life. Burke, the Pinellas court clerk, says he supports the legislation mostly because it keeps the reform issue on the legislature's radar.
0: Bills that would create public records exemptions to protect city and county attorneys and court personnel are moving through the legislature. Jim?
2: Yeah, SB 712 by Senator Bobby Powell, a West Palm Beach Democrat, is awaiting a final hearing in rules before reaching the Senate floor. It would shield the personal identifying information of city attorneys, county attorneys, and their deputies. Senate Judiciary this morning approved SB 906 by Senator Daryl Roussan, a St. Petersburg attorney. It would exempt the personal identifying information of appellate court clerks and their spouses and children. The committee also approved SB 1176 by Republican Clay Yarborough of Jacksonville. It would create a similar exemption for circuit court clerks, their deputies, and respective spouses and children. Sponsors say city and county attorneys have received death threats or have been stalked by constituents who are angered by adverse decisions. For the past several years, judicial assistants say they have received death threats or have been stalked by defendants who mistakenly believe that JAs have some influence over their cases.
0: For more on these and other stories of interest to in the profession, visit floridabar.org news. Florida Bar News Briefs is a production of the Journal News Department. For Roan Batar, Jim Ash, and our crack producer, Jonathan Siegel, behind the glass, I'm Mark Killian. <laughs>